in 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm a leader, wait, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, Bailey. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Mitch Miller with us here uh, in Thailand, coming in, staying up late for us, which I appreciate. Mm. So, how's it going, man? Good, man. You're the only non-male that I would start this. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait a minute, non-male. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> what? That, yeah, it is. The family guy I know, and I said <laughs> non-male. Jesus, I got to check my biases here. I, I think we uh, knew what you meant. Yeah. If I didn't say anything, nobody would catch it. And then they yeah, slowly exactly. start to think that. Yeah. Start Wait a second. Your, Subconsciously, they're like. Question your gender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I, I won't really, this might be a little bit different than uh, maybe a typical pod episode. If, you, if you're a, if you're a uh, long time listener, as they say, I think. Mm. Uh, but yeah, why don't you, uh, would love to dig into you know, your origin story of how you've gotten to be known as one of the best copywriters in the business. And mm. I know that's a focus of yours to really, I think that game is, is changing quite a bit. And, and I know I've seen you on social media, talk about it a, a little bit or, um, you know, address copywriting with AI and chat GPT and all that and, and where we're headed and where we're going, but I'm sure that's part of the conversation we could get into as well. But yeah. But yeah, curious, and you know, for those that don't know who you are necessarily as well as I do, mm. um, how you got to where you've gotten because you got quite the story. So I appreciate that, man. So, so your audience, how how would you describe them in a nutshell if you had to? I know it's probably wide. Yeah, it's always a little difficult to know exactly right, but I I would say you know just because of who my audience is or who I'm who I work with um entrepreneurs and business owners probably yeah. tend to be on the you know smaller startup side or uh small teams looking to grow trying to figure out how to lead to, yeah. you know the world continues to change and they're like you know as soon as you think you might start to get some things to figure it out um the game changes again almost overnight right yeah yeah, we have to find those things that are 
grounded in that eternalness, the things that, well, I mean, the things that you teach, man, I, the, yeah. these are, these are things that can, that never change and we have to be grounded in them. Um, and like you said, integrity is, is one big one too. You know, I, I don't, AI doesn't have ethics. It yeah. can be programmed to have ethics, but it doesn't really have ethics and you can't, you can't fake those real relationships and, and, and things like that. Um, and AI can be true to its word in, in the form of, you know, it can show up to time on things, but it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't have, it doesn't have real intent. It doesn't have a fucking soul yet. And then when it does, we're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but so I guess, yeah. So in the context of also having become somebody who has quite a bit of influence in, 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 in their industry, just the same for anybody here and, and where I came from, which was the opposite of that and, and how hard it was. Um, it was funny is not hard in the traditional sense, you know, it's not like, you know, digging ditches or it, it's, it's mentally hard to see you to, to keep upping your identity and keep seeing yourself as that new type of person. Mm-hmm. And there's different ways to hack it. You know, like you just came back from an experience, like you, you can, you can accelerate things yeah. and hack them. Although, um, you know, th- those experiences that are dramatic like that cause you to almost be off your game for a little while while your brain sorts these things out. Um, yeah, one hundred percent. There, you know, geez, but I, dude, I so the when the way I started, I always wanted to be somebody. It sounds weird, yeah, but 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 I've always, no matter what, I'm thinking back to as a kid, it was always something to do with um, displaying greatness in front of crowds. Now I don't know if that's that might be fucking universal. Who knows? But it was always like that. It was, I wanted to be a WWF star when I was as small as I can remember. Cause my grandma took me to <laughs> see, uh, to see one in, in, Can- in Edmonton and it was a uh, Hulk Hogan versus earthquake. It oh. was like back in those days, you know, yeah, right. ultimate warrior was coming yeah. up for the number one. And I wanted to be ultimate warrior. I even, my, I had like the, the set where you put the finger on your heart. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I, I had like the, the 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 figurines and stuff, and I was I was so I was all about that, and then it was all about be, being a rock star, and and there was all, and then I wanted to be like a fighter. It was it was always a theme of like doing something in the middle of something where there's crowds watching, mm-hmm. and I'm, I couldn't quite figure out what it, what it is, and and you know like I could I could analyze it and be like it's coming from some weird insecurity, but who the fuck knows? I had it ever since yeah. I was tiny kid doesn't matter um but um but i grew up like just i didn't know but i had adhd the entire time growing up up until oh, now wow. i had no yeah. idea i did and and i had no idea that it was a real thing and it's a fucking serious thing it's not just some term that we throw around i'm realizing now how fucking serious it is and how much it's actually affected my life in a bad way and i think <laughs> Honestly, most people watching this, um, especially if you're an entrepreneur, might be fucking ADHD, um, mm. and it's terrible. It's um, I have the inattentive type, so I'll forget things, and I'll and I'll just, I mean, I was watching it, <laughs> watching a ten minute video on ADHD, ADHD today, <laughs> and I got lost. I had I, I, <laughs> I was reading the comments. I got lost. I had to pause it, and yeah. I'm reading through the comments, and I'm in a reply of a reply, and the people in there are like. <laughs> help. I can't get out of the comments. I literally paused it and I can't stop talking. And we're talking to each other about being stuck in the comments with each other. It's fucking stupid. Oh, Someone's wow. like, it took me an hour to get past this video. I had it on, on watch later for the last year and I can't get through. It's only 10 minutes long. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Um, but, uh, so I, so I did terrible in school and, uh, and my father was sick growing up 
um, all the time. So my mom like worked her ass off. So I, I essentially didn't have much of a childhood. I either take care of my dad or whatever. Um, and then I kind of, I did terrible in school because the ADHD thing didn't know how to fix it. Nobody knew how to yeah. fix shit. They're like, so you just yeah, figured that out lately. Yeah. Just very lately, man. Like, like in the last six months lately. Yeah. Wow. I, I got addicted to Coke, to cocaine for, for a while. And, yeah. and, and the thing is I couldn't figure out why, because whenever I would do it, I would feel normal and mm. my friends would get, would get high and they'd get mm. weird. And then they'd have some hangover. They have some come down and I would just feel like, Oh shit. Like I feel like I can, I'm, I'm motivated. I feel normal. Yeah. Yeah. It was like having a cup of coffee for everybody else. Uh-huh. And so it turns out that, uh, you know, it was, the, is 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 the dopamine regulation. So now, now I take Ritalin and, uh, and, and it's, it's incredible. It helps me. It's not, it's not a cure all, but, but damn man, it helps me, helps me function. Yeah. And, um, and it's crazy that like I need external external sources of dopamine to give myself motivation, which seems fucking insane, which is actually the, the last thing you'd want. It's actually terrible yeah. because external sources of dopamine don't mean anything from, you know, that you're almost putting the regulation on your state onto something external, which is fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people have executive function disorders that are legit and I have no choice. So I'd, I'd rather put it in that pill at least than in the validation of other people or something like that. Um, so anyway, I fucking did terrible in school. Uh, they're all like, he can do it, but he won't. <laughs> they're, they're always so frustrated. Like he's not an idiot. He can do it. <laughs> yeah. He just fucking won't focus. Just, yeah. <laughs> but, but dude, I would always, um, I would always be good at um, reading and writing. So like always number one speller in class, fail every other class. Um, and, and I, I wrote two books in the second grade front, front, front to back yeah. illustration the covers. Like um, I was always a writer and I was stuck in my head. So, I mean, fast forward all the way to, I was in a semi-famous rock band and then our singer lost his mind. The whole thing fucking crumbled down. Mm. And then I was all rebellious and stupid and doing a shitload of drugs, sex, rock and roll. And then I had a heart attack when I was 21 and I, and I, <laughs> and I basically died, man. It was terrible. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so after that, it kind of scared me straight ish for a while. Mm. And then I, I got this, this bright idea to, get rich or, or become successful. And I didn't know how or what I knew. I just wanted to be some, again, want to be something, want to be yeah. somebody. Um, and I found like Robert Kiyosaki and then, and then Tony Robbins and then, yep. and then it went Wayne Dyer and then it went deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole into like guys like Alan Watts, Robert Anton Wilson, uh, mm-hmm. Richard Bandler, and just way down the fucking uh, pipeline. And then I found the internet marketers because Tony Robbins interviewed Jay Abraham. Jay Abraham introduced me to marketing and that was the yeah. thing I fucking hooked onto. And then I was always trying to figure out like, okay, marketing is like the skill for the business. That's like the fun one for me. It's creative, creative. And it's like the thing that makes the biggest difference to getting a customer. Why, and why like, do people get, it's, I think copywriting's, sorry, this just came to me. I'll lose it if I don't ask it. But uh, yeah. why does like marketing just feels like this thing that's just like out there that you can't even be like almost no one can touch yeah. except for someone like you or you know copywriters are the same way maybe they kind of go hand in hand but i'm sure they're also very different too right but like it's the way what yeah way. what how did what is it 
that just some people get it and some don't. I don't, I mean, is it just, that's what it is. That's, it's that way for a lot of things, I suppose. Yeah, but, exactly. Dude, yeah. think of, think of people like people who are naturally killer at math, like those fuckers who can see it. Yeah. And then they write the formulas on the board. Like those, they're almost half autistic. Yeah. It's like yeah. that. I, I couldn't fuck in a million fucking years. I could never, 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 but the marketing yeah. stuff comes to me naturally. Yeah. It, it just is that way. There's just yeah. some brains. There's so much shit that you can do without even thinking about it that I would just can't, I just can't, I just can't yeah. think like that. Yeah. And yeah. so that's why if, if you're not that person, it's like hire the fucking marketing out, but be smart enough to know who's bullshit and also be, be know enough about the, that's the hard how, part though. Also, that's the hard right? part. <laughs> See, but so the thing is the trick is to not learn marketing enough to not get fucking screwed over. The trick yeah. is to learn how to, um, how to score the marketing efforts and the benchmarks required without knowing how to do any of it. So that yeah. when you hire somebody to your marketing, you know, when something's not working, even if you don't know how the fuck it's not working or what needs to be due to be done, you can look at it and be like, well, I tell you right now within this industry, this thing should be performing like this and this is not happening. So I don't know what the fuck to do. You're the expert, but I know mm -hmm. this is not working. You can't bullshit me. So that's yeah. all you have to learn is like yeah. the, the benchmarks and parameters of what you're doing. And, and, and so you kind of can't, you can't get screwed in that way. You'd be like, Hey, this shit's not working. I don't know what the fuck you guys got to do, but it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I, I asked myself, okay, the marketing is something that I'm, I'm obsessed about. I said, what, what, what is the one, like, like this inception, like what's the one thing about the marketing that is the most powerful, highest leverage skill within that. And that's where I came up with the copywriting. Cause that's, Mm -hmm. salesmanship and print that's um that's one to many i mean and to me it was magical you know uh, the, the idea of copywriting was so fucking magical to me because i was already good with words but but when jay abraham talked about it was the money making thing that got to me initially and yeah. then i realized like the magic of it because what he did dude the jay abraham said he had this client and i'll paraphrase a bit uh but the numbers basically hold so he had this client and the client was running little tiny classified ads in the newspaper. And the classified ads was, they were selling um, gold and silver um, investment certificates, basically. Yeah. And, and, and essentially, the, 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 the classified ad um, said something like um, two-thirds two -thirds, uh, on two-thirds investor or two-thirds profit or ROI on silver and gold. Um, and, and essentially, the ad was making just enough money to continue running in the newspaper and kind of pay the staff, but it wasn't really mm -hmm. doing more than breaking even. And they hired Jay, he came in there. He changed just the headline. This is already a small classified ad. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no more fucking 20 words in the whole thing. Right. And, uh, and he went and just changed the, he changed the headline and he made it very basically. The headline he ended up changing said, if uh, gold is trading at X, so just give us only X or Y and we'll give you all the gold you want. And it was the understanding of that investment it says, say two thirds. Yeah. Uh, and that you get the one third off. He was saying gold's trading at fucking, you know, 500, give us 300 and we'll give you all the gold you want. It's so understandable. Yeah. That little, that little, that little change where he changed maybe fucking six words or something. Right. Um, the, the, he, so he got paid a commission check of $50,000 a month for the next 18 months, just for that thing only. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, I, and I, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like there's these right. squiggles, these squiggles. And he moved a few squiggles around in maybe 20 minutes, maybe an hour of work. 
of thinking yeah. about it. Who yeah. knows what it was? Right. He moved some squiggles around and got 50 grand a month for 18 months. For 18 months. Or no. yeah. And I thought, holy fuck, this is some voodoo wizardry. Right. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I was hooked. I was like, hey, yeah, you can just move a few words around and changes everything. And the answer is is yes. So I got obsessed with copywriting. And it's been now it's been 2006 I got obsessed. So 16 uh almost 17 years now. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh and so um, but but along along the way, man, like I wanted the thing is a lot of people are trying to be known as a guru or, or an expert in their thing without actually having become an expert in their thing and have some fucking mastery. But you got to do that first or at least along the way. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, and people miss that part and it, and it sucked, dude. I, I had the keys to the fucking kingdom in 2008. Cause I, I had, I had gone so deep into the copywriting and the marketing that I, I was, I, I knew, I knew more than anybody else. I thought, yeah. yet I was fucking, I went homeless. Yeah. In 2008, I was fucking on the street. And yeah. it's like, how, why? Um, well, I know everything. Doesn't matter. You know, like I'm, I'm, I play guitar since I was 16 years old. And it doesn't matter what you know, it's what you don't know it unless you can do it. And so mm-hmm. I, I um, you know, I play left-handed guitar. If I take a right-handed guitar right now, I know how to do it. I know exactly right. what to do. Yeah. I can't, I wouldn't be able to do can't. it. It would just be yeah. like cripple and so there's a there's a big difference between fucking knowing and knowing um and and so anyways it's 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 been fucking hard to like because i always tell people okay if you're really good at what you do you're an entrepreneur you're you're a business owner you're a leader you have a certain set of skills it's really hard to market those set of skills when you're an expert most people are not even at the point where they're an expert enough that that would even matter. Or if they did start marketing themselves, they would just fall on their face and look stupid because they would be punching, they'd be punching up. They'd be marketing essentially like, look at, it'd be like some, you know, ugly dork and be like, look at the hottest man on earth. And they'd be like, eh, are you gaslighting me? Like he's not <laughs> yeah. that hot, but you're saying he is. We all know so many experts yeah. online where they're like, I'm the greatest thing ever, or he's the greatest thing ever. And you're like, yeah, like is it- <laughs> something wrong with me for thinking this is not true <laughs> right 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 <laughs> but, yeah, am but I the for, only one here yeah but 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 the the bigger the bigger tragedy i mean that's funny to watch but the big tragedy is fucking people who are legit experts and authorities and are having trouble cutting through the fucking noise and the clutter to to really have people see that um that they are unique enough to be to be heard to seen and heard and that's the that's the hard part about marketing these days it's not about marketing a business there's almost no no such thing as marketing a business today it's about marketing a specific person mm-hmm. you know it's like because they're the face of that business because it's we don't connect with like just brand names much anymore i mean they're, they're always connect with fucking people within them so so yeah. it's, so it, it's it's hard because there's so many there's so many weird aspects to it that it gets it gets confusing because then because there's like you start looking at what other people are doing and you're like i do i just copy them but then i feel yeah. like i'm not being myself and you get lost in all these things that you should do oh i should do more video i gotta do should do more like this i should have it more professional i should have more cuts i should be a, i should be on tiktok too i should i should <laughs> i should i should and then you're just basically you feel like a piece of shit when you, even if you're fucking busting your ass, cause you feel like you're doing nothing and you can't catch up to it all when the truth is maybe you shouldn't fucking do any of it and you'd have yeah. a better result. Yeah. 
that's that's such a mind sh- fuck though right yeah because it's like well but everybody else is doing this yep <laughs> you, that's why you have to, to figure that. out who you are you gotta because the, the the you don't especially being a leader you don't become a even a thought leader i mean to become a leader in your industry you essentially want to become a thought leader and you cannot fucking do that by copying everybody else you can do it at first a little bit just like playing guitar okay yeah you're gonna fucking you can't learn to improvise or solo or get some riffs without stealing some licks from fucking clapton slash and you 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 can't learn the blues without doing a little bit of bb king because you you don't you don't fucking exist in a vacuum you don't you don't just be like here's a blues scale and then never listen to blues and don't get any influence and just start fucking being a blues master. It doesn't work like that. You, you, st- you stand on the shoulder of giants, you learn. Um, but as soon as you start, as soon as you get up on some shoulders, you got to start finding your own way and your own way of doing things. And paradoxically, your own way of doing things is almost going against the grain many times. And what that does is like, you think it's, you, you think it's going to, not work but it actually works better for example there i bet you so many people watching this man um fucking love and hate social media at the same time yeah that's me it's probably yeah, you too me, for sure yeah fuck yeah. me too man yeah i don't fucking like it i'm, I'm actually an introvert like yeah. are you uh, yeah big time <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's nothing better for me than sitting in my bedroom playing some like i'm totally cool being alone for the rest of my life in a cave i can yeah, crawl yeah. out here and there um, to fucking say hi to people yeah, yeah, man, I'm totally, a, I'm a hardcore introvert. Um, I can be extroverted when I need to be. And I get passionate about shit so I can fucking talk about it. But like, right. if I do a seminar, I'm like, at the end of the sem, like, every, I mean, everybody who knows has been at my seminars will say this, like, I, I, I'm, I'm there for you, like, but during the breaks, I'm gone. And, yeah. and after, like, I'll go for dinner with you guys, but I'm gone. And, and, and I'll be in my room reading or, yeah. or doing weird shit or banging someone, whatever, but I'll be, I'll be, I'll be <laughs> right. not with the crew. Yeah. And, and I, I just, it's, it's very tough for me because um, I, it, it, it steals my energy when I'm around a lot of people, a lot of people, it gives them energy or, or the alcohol, maybe, I don't mm-hmm. know, but I fucking, it, it steals my energy, man. I need to like go recharge or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm a hardcore introvert. And so I'm not all about social media. I don't like dancing like a fucking monkey. And, and when I was, when I was going hard on, on Facebook years ago, um, it, it would work. We do fifty, seventy thousand $70,000 a month just from organic posting and dancing around. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I can't really complain because, you know, I could be digging ditches again. I could be, yep. you know, I mean, there's a lot of people who have hard lives and I'm just fucking talking shit on social media. It's, it's right. you know, Prime yeah. a fucking river, but yeah. at the same time, there's it's you sell your soul if you don't want to do that shit. So, my point is, is that you, me, fucking everybody, probably listening to this, is is essentially needs to be that thought leader and kind of needs to put themselves out there. But again, don't you don't want to lose yourself and you don't want to do it in a way that feels fucking wrong to you. And mm-hmm. I think the the beginning, the, the how you start that is 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 understanding your role. So like you, we are. You can look at fucking Facebook as networks. Those are those are TV networks. And you look at our profiles as channels. Those are various channels people can flip through. Yep. And within your profile, you are there, you have shows. There are different shows that you there's there's the Nate podcast show, there's the Nate text um blurb <laughs> post show. Yep. There's the there's the Nate like um, you know, event the the the, the parallel track of you know 
you're doing an event and you're traveling yep. show. You have all these little shows within your channel on the fucking network. And the thing is, is that since we are these, essentially we've been fucking bamboozled and these, the media has kind of sucked us into the TV and now we've become the fucking media mm-hmm. uh, to each other, which is insane. Um, but because we've done that, essentially we are all now like storylines. We're all fucking plot lines. We're all fucking, yeah. we're all, we're all Bruce Willis and Die Hard. We're our own <laughs> fucking movie character. Right. Um, and so the thing is, is in, in this, in, in this, this goes mythical, like this goes deep, but like when you look at any story, any hero's journey, which is the most, uh, it seems to be the story, the, the story arc and line that, that hits us the hardest. But anyways, yep. There, there's, there's kind of two kinds of heroes. There's an eager hero and there's a reluctant hero. The eager hero is, um, is somebody we don't want. We don't like, we don't like if we, the, 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 the hero's too eager. He's the one who gets killed in the movie because it's so satisfying. Yeah. And we, we, we can't wait to see him. We, we, don't, <laughs> we don't want somebody to win who's too eager. Yeah. Uh, which, which is actually part of the reason of showing up and looking too needy or eager or too eager to get the sale. You can see those kind of people. It's like, that's, that's part of the, that's part of the eager hero is I'm here to save you. Like, fuck, fuck you are like, that's bullshit. So the, 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 the trick is you and me and everybody else watching this is fucking half introverted. Don't want to really do this shit. We are in essence in the, by this very definition, we are reluctant heroes. Mm-hmm. And because we're reluctant heroes, why are we trying to pretend and act like we're fucking eager heroes? Yeah. Right, it's dumb. Yeah. Why don't we just why don't we just be a fucking reluctant hero? Like, what's we tell people you don't want to fucking be on social media and do this shit? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, literally, in the movies we watch, they literally straight up don't want to do. They don't want to save the fucking world. They're like, fuck the world. They'll even say that. But because their their wife was kidnapped, or you know, or or whatever yeah. the personal reason they feel they have to do it, they're doing it. But they say, fuck everybody. And, 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 and that's, you know, even, even, you know, good old Dan Kennedy, one of the greatest marketing mentors uh, I've ever had. He's, he said that like his, his mission is, a, is full autonomy for himself. He says um, with, with his demands and, and how he expects to be treated, you would think he's, people think he's a giant asshole if they didn't understand. And he didn't always promote the fact that his his business life is revolves around his personal life and that he would rather be racing horses any time of the day than talking to any one of his followers. Yeah. And he says, and he says that he's like, you guys come fucking second. He's like, <laughs> I, my, my, and he's, and he's, and he's like, and I want that for you too. Right. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, we got to be reluctant heroes. Cause that's what we fucking are. So own it, be it like, mm-hmm. just be a reluctant hero. It's, and that's how you get people to actually want you to be their hero. Like nobody wants to fucking be nobody wants to follow somebody who desperately wants them to follow them <laughs> you know we so want to be that the first... reluctant hero do you have to you, mm. you probably have to state that you, you, in you, a way you, it almost feels like an eager yeah. reluctant hero <laughs> yeah it's, it's through your behavior but you don't yeah. say you're a reluctant hero because then it's yeah, like yeah. oh you read the book and now you're this is a gimmick for you like yeah, no, yeah. what's this yeah, yeah yeah but no no it's it's more like um it's more like understanding that um, you can't you can't just be mark. So here's a big marketing secret: you can't just be marketing your you can't just be marketing your altruistic mission. You know, yeah. I'm here to fucking help ten thousand on to help entrepreneurs do this. Yeah, it's like right. and well, like why? 
Well, just because they need the help. It's like, it's important to do. No, no, no. Why else you creep? Yeah. Like what's your personal reason? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, you got to have the personal reason there. And if you look at any movie worth watching the, the reluctant hero, he only saves the world as a byproduct of, of doing something severely selfish for himself. Well, like, like Liam Neeson in Taken, he, yeah. um, he takes down the whole, you know, like a, a, a what is it, one of the largest, like a large um, human trafficking syndicate yeah. in, yeah, in like Romania the mob, or something. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. He only to took save that his daughter to save his daughter from it. Yeah. If his daughter wasn't in it, would he fucking bother? No. No. Well, exactly. Yeah. He wouldn't even bother. Why? Yeah. And would we give a shit about the movie? Right. If it wasn't his daughter. Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. So why would anyone give a shit about our movie if we're just here to help the entrepreneurs? Or, <laughs> yeah, you know what I sure. mean? Right. Where's the personal reason? You know, where is it? You know, it's like we got to find it. It's there. We got to dig it out, and that'll that'll help us ourselves too. Um, but it's 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 it eradicates neediness too, because it's like we I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. And as a byproduct, it's going to help you. It's, it's, it's a completely different vibe and a completely That's interesting. Different... Yeah. You know, I've never, I've never really I, recently, this has come to mind for me. Like, why is it that I want to help like create more leaders? And, you know, and I, I started maybe telling your story to a few different people and <clears throat> like my dad left me never been a part of my life. And I've always discredited it actually never really thought it's a big deal until recently probably because i have kids they start they can't understand like what you don't know your dad because i'm in their life right Right. not natural and then uh you know people are like oh yeah like well you know you want to be that father for that father figure for others that because you didn't have that right so as you're Uh talking that out maybe that's a part of my reluctant journey you know, and that's, that's, that's really cool because that's, that actually was, we were talking off camera or off, off camera about the yeah. mission story, right. steal from the rich, give to the yeah. poor. I mean, that, that, that's something that's, that begins to fit nicely into that, into that thing. Um, but obviously we never state that outright and be like, it's like not yeah. a, nothing, nothing's a gimmick. It's just, these are, the, these are stories that people come to know about you and they make those inferences themselves. Yeah. Right. That's the secret of marketing is never state anything straight up. Yeah. Cause then it's cheesy. Then it's, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like breaking the fourth wall. It's fucking terrible. Especially about yourself. You never Don't say, you see oh. that those people that like tell those stories all the time to, it's almost like, I don't even believe half of it, but it feels like millions buy into it somehow. They do man. And manipulation. People call themselves experts. That's insane. Never call yourself that. What the fuck? Yeah, right. the queen of this, the king of that, yeah. the prince of this. I'm, I'm this kind of expert. It's like, holy shit. Like, don't, don't say it. Like, I mean, the, because the least mm. that you say about yourself directly, the, the more that people, I mean, good Lord. I mean, it's, it's so wrong. And people, uh, they spend so much time trying to come up with titles for themselves. Fuck your titles. Just let your skills speak for itself just give value i'm not i don't even consider myself a copywriter let alone Which, a copywriter. does that require a fair amount of time because it, it takes re- time for people to start yeah to see you and talk and i imagine maybe some people are able to shorten that time 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it all, it all, it depends on so many things. It depends on how crazy your stories are. But even you, like you said, 17 years, you know, doing what you're doing. Yeah. When I went online hard, it took about a year Yeah. when I was online hard um, in 2014 for it to really begin to, to pop off. But I came, I came out the gates fucking swinging yeah. and I was, I was full on. Like I was, I was an asshole. I mean, a lot of it was comedy. A lot of it was just the satirical way I do things. A lot of people meet me in real life. Oh, you're so much nicer than I thought. I was like, well, <laughs> I, I, and I, I'm cracking the same jokes, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm making yeah, fun yeah. of their mom in, in person, <laughs> yeah, but, right. but it's funny because there's, there's context now and it's like, yeah. I'm saying the same shit. It's like, well, you were an asshole. It's like, no, I'm, it's the same thing. It's just, you know, when we're at text, it gets taken differently. Yeah, than it does. Sure. Um, but, but, but like someone like takes like someone like Jocko, he doesn't have a label. He doesn't call himself like I could be wrong, but I don't think he calls himself as something something expert. Or, I don't think he has a self. He's just Jocko, and then yeah. he just has a story, and then he has things he can help people with. But there's no like self-referencing label, mm-hmm. and I think that's important because yeah. you don't want to. I mean, Eve, Eve Prince knew it. He fucking didn't want to label himself. I mean, he kept changing his name yeah, to right. the fucking the artist formerly known as. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh and Mar- marilyn manson david bowie madonna they changed their whole entire look and persona every album um yeah. not just as a marketing gimmick because they didn't want to get labeled you should be able to speak and your speaking does what it does and pulls people in and allows you to do things right and then you don't need to explain yourself and and you also don't want to limit yourself if i just call myself a copywriter puts myself in some weird box because the truth mm-hmm. is I'm only a copywriter because I understand certain other things. Um, there's somebody I know who talks about being uh, getting leads from LinkedIn. That's their thing. And I'm like, and and they, they, they talk about how that's their thing. That's their thing. I'm like, man, that's not, that can't be your thing. It's too small of a thing to be your thing. You can't, nobody's going to believe you're an expert in that thing. If that's the thing that you're, you should be an expert in a, in a, in a larger umbrella so that they believe that you're an expert in that little thing. Maybe Which is also, yeah, it's interesting what you say about that, because I, I ran across somebody on social media. He was doing he's doing something completely different than what I remember a few years ago he was doing. And I'm like, man, mm. you've been the expert of like five different things like in the last seven years. Probably a part of it is because, yeah, they hop on the LinkedIn lead gen guy for a while until that runs out. And then all of a sudden now they're telling you how to build lists or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Jumper. Yeah. If you're yeah. a fucking trend jumper. I mean, you, that can be legitimate. If, if, if you give a fuck about longevity, a lot of people don't care, but if you care yeah. about longevity and being, and, and, and really being with an audience and, and in an industry for life, and you do like to trend jump like that, cause it's interesting to you or whatever. And you're not just failing failing at something and packing up and going to the next trend, then what you do is you make sure you're known as the overall thing, but that you're choosing to zoom in at this moment because it's a hot thing. And then you want to help it. Like, like I would never be pigeonholed as a copywriter or, or a chat GPT prompt engineer, whatever yeah. the fuck that means. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's like, I want to be known as somebody who is a um, somebody who really knows their shit in marketing strategy. And, and that, you know, depending on the, the need or the lens or whatever, you can zoom into copywriting, you can zoom into this and do zoom into that and zoom back out. But everything has a fucking understanding, an umbrella of marketing. So you have these guys go out there. It's like, oh, they zoom into AI, I zoom into this, I zoom into fucking LinkedIn. It's like, that's okay. As long as everybody knows about you, that you are an expert in general, and that you're choosing to zoom in temporarily. Yeah, to something. sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Prompt engineer. I mean, <laughs> you ask like what you ask questions, right? I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, you're Again, asking. People are labeling it because they're people are desperate. Like, they're desperate to be, they're desperate to find, turn everything into a fucking yeah, gimmick. Right. Money making gimmick. And Pete, and it's like somebody, somebody like, a, a, like a prompt engineer is like a sandwich artist. That's yeah, right. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. like, uh, it's like you're making subs, bro. Like, and you're not yeah. even an artist. Like, the customer is yeah. telling you how they want to sell the sandwich base. Yeah, and they're not, not like saying they want like, it. Like, like, a- oh, let me look at you. All right, I'm going to create this sub that I could just tell that you're going to love. I want the ham and like, cheese with the lettuce and tomatoes. Yeah, I don't want it to look like a swan. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not origami fucking subs. Um, <laughs> what did they used to call the, 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 the people who pumped the gas? They used to, do you, did you ever hear about that one? Uh-uh. It was like a, 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 a self-service, uh, well, full service. Yeah, yeah but they used to call station. them like um, a petroleum, oh, patrol, okay. <laughs> petroleum technician. It was so yeah. funny. <laughs> petroleum, uh, petroleum tech. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, it was very. It was. Yeah, it was a very funny word. Yeah, something very stupid. Right, because um, right. they had like some giant word for for like filling liquid into from one thing into another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it made it sound so so huge. It's like your your new exciting career as a petroleum yeah. refill yeah. engineer technician. I pump gas for a living. Yeah, yeah, that's all you do. Um, yeah, and so yeah, people are crazy like that. But I mean, the AI stuff's interesting. I mean, all it is is asking questions. But that's how you think better anyway. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 yeah, AI is changing, changing everything. It'll, 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 it'll wipe most copywriters. It'll wipe most everybody um, who's doing any kind of work that is relies on, I mean, it's going to kill Google. It's, it's, it's already happening and, and, and you, you gotta, you gotta use it or, or, <laughs> or, or be stuck behind. Yeah, I'm right. trying to teach my dad to use it now. Um, yeah. It's awesome. It does, it does everything for you. Um, but, but, but only, it's good. It's it's kind of like what calculator did to fucking by doing math by hand. Yeah, is what it's going to do for your thinking. Yeah. What I'm excited about, and I don't even know if this is possible or when it is, but imagine you you have your own your own AI or whatever. Like you get your own, and it like it, it remembers everything that you said to it, and will never not. It's like well, isn't yours. that kind of what Elon's trying to develop? I don't know, man. What, I, I'm, I'm so behind on everything. He's I've developing. Neuralink, which is supposed to essentially be something that links to your brain, like right. He feels like that is the only way that we don't get lost oh. to the AIs to join it, essentially. Like so, Neuralink is supposed to be some form of a device or- that essentially taps into your brain so that you, like you just said, basically become AI. It's the Borg. Yeah. Star Trek shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um- uh, and, and when we're basically there anyway, I mean, yeah. we got our phone in our hand the whole phone. time. Does it matter if it's inside of us? It's basically right. might as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but anyways, like I was thinking about is like, imagine like my, like everything that I know about, like the way, the way that I think about marketing, the way, like how I would answer a question. So if I could develop a second brain, I feed my, I feed this AI, everything that I know. And the way that I like, actually what you do is I feed it all the consulting calls I ever had thousands of calls, all the content that I've ever done. And I feed it all of that. And I tell it to create a model of me. 
So now it can answer questions. Like people can ask it questions and it, it'll fucking answer as me. That's creepy. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I can ask myself these questions. And it, it, yeah. Yeah. It's getting very weird, man. Very weird. So where's, where's that? Where, uh, where does all of what we've just talked about <clears throat> have you today and what you're up to today and kind of what it is your mission well mission story yeah dude i've kind of decided that the copywriting industry is fucked they're completely yeah. screwed um they they, they have no idea uh, uh, m- most of them are completely ignorant and and they think that you, they, they keep saying things like Oh well, it's 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 fine now. It's like well, fuck, of course, fine now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> goddamn it, <laughs> Blockbuster said that, to, dude. Yeah, Netflix, right. next Netflix tried to get Blockbuster to buy them. Yeah, like yeah, it's so stupid. But anyway, so people people are like copywriters are super ignorant right now. They don't understand that like they're like well, and then they're like well, you know, it's not about going against the AI because the ones who use it will be, and everybody else, you know, the ones who use it will, will thrive and the ones who don't won't. It's like, yeah, but you, what makes you think you're going to be the few percent that thrive? Like, why, how are you so that I'm not even that fucking confident. How are you so confident you're going to be one of those few percent? It's like, yeah, only the strong will survive. Is that you, bro? Take a look at your life. right now. <laughs> right. Look at like, is that realistically you like, seriously? And so it's a way, wait, I want to have a fucking wake up call for everybody. It's yeah. like, we all got to get our fucking ass in gear and realize that like, if you give a fuck about copywriting, if that is, if you're not just trend jumping, uh, if you, if you, if, if you're, if you dabble in copywriting for your own marketing and it's kind of interesting sometimes and you got to use it, that's cool. That's not the conversation that I'm having. The conversation I'm having is in the U S alone, there's 131,000, we believe at least a minimum employed copywriters in the u.s just alone in the u.s mm-hmm. and, and 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 don't think for a second that a good 80 percent of them won't be fucking wiped out yeah people get so ma- so annoyed when i say this they get so angry like <laughs> it's like I, I, as if i'm as it's, it's crazy it's like you're they'll get wiped out it's, it'll fucking yeah. happen it's yeah. like it's like how many of us go to our private travel agent now to book a cruise yeah, to Mexico, right. right? Like, come on, it's fucking yeah. it's happening. Um, and so this only only the the smart will survive. And it's not just it's not the skilled copywriters that will survive. It's it has nothing to do with the AI. We're not going against AI. You fucking got it. You use technology. You know, if you go against technology, you're an idiot. That's it's neither that's neither here nor there. The problem isn't the skill, the problem is the problem is what it has always been. It's never been the skill. You get your skill to a point where it's okay enough, then that's fine. You know, not mm-hmm. everybody's a fucking Gary Halbert. Not everybody is, you know, the, the wizard with words. You know, that's, that's right. not how the world works. There's there, not everybody's a fucking Louis C.K. level comedian. Yeah. There's plenty of comedians that are that make a living and that are good enough at what they do to tour. That's fine. My, my point is, is that um, once you get your talent to that, that level, it's a good enough. It's not about talent. It's not about skill. It's about how do you cut through the noise? How do you market yourself? Because one of the biggest problems with this whole AI thing that everybody listening is going to have is that, um, and Brett Weinstein talking about this with with uh, with uh, Patrick Bet David whatever the fuck yeah. his name is yeah um, talking talking about um, the the biggest problem with AI in the short term is not being able to know or trust. What an like an authority like what is an authority source anymore? 
who's an expert mm. because mm. people can create this fucking content in two seconds and look like an expert and you won't be able to, to, to know who's a human anymore. And so we're about to get, people aren't going to be able to, tr- to trust jack shit. And so it's going, it's not about your fucking skill as a copywriter and keeping up with AI. It's about your ability to position yourself and brand yourself as somebody who can cut through that clutter and cut through that noise, all the positioning and stuff like that, that I teach all that meta positioning. And, and that's fucking, that's very, very hard to do. And people don't understand that. That's what you got to focus on. That's what you got to figure out. And, and more than that, you're going to have to create a fucking movement and a cult. It's not just good enough to be somebody anymore because what's happening is nobody will be able to trust anybody. anymore. You can't find out who's an expert who there's no trust. Yeah. <clears throat> so what, what are we going to do? We're only going to rely on referrals and our, and our communities. And I talk about this in, in the Miller method. I, I talk about the, the different epochs or generations of branding and I won't get into them, but the last one is where I see us going into and, and it's, and it's, it's coming true. We're going into it. We're, we're, we're descending. We're going back into tribes and we're going to have small little cult tribes because we can't fucking trust any, we can't trust the yeah. general world. You can't even trust any videos anymore. All right. like you see all these videos, like, of like a car falling or whatever. And it's just, it's, you could tell it's, it's Photoshop, but you can barely tell anymore. Yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah. Everything's deep faked. We're not gonna be able to yeah. trust shit. So we're going to have to fucking get into regress into our shells, our little turtle shells of our little communities and where we know these people are real and we can trust and bounce ideas off of and get referrals from them. These little tiny communities are going to be everything. And, uh, and if you don't have that community, that safe place where people can actually fucking breathe and, and discern reality, um, the people are going to be screwed out there. And mm. so that's what I'm doing with copywriters and everybody needs to do for their people is, is create that home and create that community because going forward, that is going to be the only way to discern reality and the community might as well be you as a leader uh, yeah. leading it. Right. Yeah. That's uh that's probably a, a good place for us to kind of start wrapping this up. I think that's, yeah. Yeah. That's, I hadn't really thought too much about that, but yeah, with all of what you just talked about, there's going to be so much untrust to where there's going to be that you got to find that, that small group of, of yeah. individuals that, that, that just has a high level of trust in a world with no trust. Right. Yeah. If you're going to be a leader, it's got to be you, you got to yeah. be the, you got to be the the center of it. You, and, and what that does, this is what's great, great about it, is takes all the responsibility off your shoulders to be perfect, to be the guru. You're just the one. Here's how you phrase it. I am not the greatest fucking X in the world. What right. I am is I gave a sh- I give a shit enough to to put this community together and hold it together. And they, 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 they run the show. They, they, they have the content. They, they do what they need to do. And you're just yeah. the one who gave a shit enough to, to make it happen and glue it. You, you don't have to be Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. You got to become the uh, Wolverines and red Dawn, right? Like you got to have this group of kids that, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. That just decided, Hey, somebody's got to lead this thing. Because, and I guess it's us because everybody else is in a uh, prison camp because uh, yeah. our little town just got, uh, attacked, I guess. Seriously? <laughs> What's that? Oh, no, right. yeah, Red Dawn. I thought, you're, I thought you were actually saying, like, what happened in the news? Uh, the, the movie. You what? got me going yeah. down the story. <laughs> <Deep pain>. <laughs> <laughs> I was totally bought in. Oh, uh, that's good stuff. But yeah, uh, but yeah so yeah, man, I, this is fun. Um, what, uh, where can, where, where's this community of people that you're putting together that, um, you know, the listener, if, if they're looking for that right now in this world of not knowing where to go or who to trust that they could, they could connect with. 
well, it's called the maze and they'll find out how to get in. And if you don't, then you're not supposed to get in. Yeah. That's the truth. Because if you're watching this right when the interview came out and uh, the maze is not ready for you to enter yet. And if you're watching this later down the road and you don't know how to get in the maze, then you, you don't even deserve to be in the maze. Yeah. Uh, it's a very interesting process. It's a, it's an app and it's, and there's a path to get in. You can't just get in you can't just pay to get in you Did have you prompt to prompt engineer your way through chat gpt to to get in hell no, hell no. <laughs> it's, it's 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 more like fight club yeah. <laughs> i love it um yeah you, there, there's a journey to go through um before you can even think about getting into the maze awesome that's all i'll say about i that. love it uh yeah. and uh in pure mitch miller fashion <laughs> that's how we're gonna get left so thanks man appreciate you being here this is awesome. And uh, for the listener, don't go anywhere. If you've enjoyed this conversation, stay right here and, and uh, we'll have more incredible guests uh, just like Mitch here coming up. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself I started seeing coaches Life is a camera, I fixed the lens and now I see in focus Now my life's unrecognizable From my life just a couple years ago 17 plus years and marriages never been better than this and we got three kids that's who i do it for i'm gonna be a leader i'ma lead the way cause i'm a firm believer we can do anything we want i said it then i meant it i probably already did it consider it Championship Leadership Podcast. Hey, Bailey. Championship, 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 leadership podcast.